0: Do you hear that everybody? It's the calm before the storm. <laughs> Welcome to the Ripple Effect Podcast this week. My name is Daniel. We've got Brian Sevitz in the studio and Don Beaverson with us here today. And it is Tuesday, the Tuesday before Drive Through Bethlehem, and it is quiet here. Mm-hmm. but it is definitely the calm before the storm. And we're gonna get into all of that this week on this week's episode of the Ripple Effect podcast. We're glad that you've joined us, whether you're watching this online or whether you're listening to this, we're so glad that you were here. And before we get into all of that coming up this week, we wanna give a big shout out and thanks to our sponsor of the week, and that is leftover pumpkin pie. <laughs> um, if you have indulged yourself, I, I was oh, just yeah. telling Dawn, I, I don't really love pumpkin pie, but when there's leftover pie, Mm-hmm. You eat the leftover pie. Have you guys indulged in some leftovers this week?
1: I've had ham uh, every bit. meal <clears throat> since Thanksgiving.
2: Yes. The leftovers I had was chili. Oh, <laughs> My mom's was like the night Thanksgiving night. Mm-hmm. And instead of having like another Thanksgiving meal, it was like a soup mm-hmm. supper, basically chili night. Yeah. That so, yeah.
0: That's nice reprieve after eating a, or before what you said, yeah. Thanksgiving night. Yeah. After eating a big meal, yeah. have a license. And, Ch- chili is better the next day anyway, to mm-hmm. me. Yeah, <coughs> all, all that, the, the seasoning and everything. Mm-hmm. Well, we hope you enjoyed your Thanksgiving, and we hope you're enjoying your leftovers. Uh, let's get into reviewing Sunday and how Sunday went for everybody. Um, Dawn, how was your Sunday? Did you do anything special this Sunday?
1: Uh, were well, you teaching? What were you doing? I was on praise team this week. Oh, so that's say, right. Oh, that's right. And and then, yeah, that's always fun. I enjoy doing that. And then we hauled out some stuff out of the sheds, found a dead raccoon Ooh! Sunday, tell so. everybody about oh the
0: dead goodness. raccoons.
1: Oh, yeah, it was pretty stinky. I don't know stinky. if they want to
0: hear about that. Yeah. Well, yeah. I, it's not gonna bother me. I'm gonna keep eating, so. Uh, yeah. Was yeah. it
2: alive?
1: No. Oh, no, no, it oh, had no. been dead a while, so.
2: <laughs> Let's just say yeah. we found everything to do with the raccoon, <laughs> its carcass, extra, Everything yeah. that
0: came out of it, the raccoon. Exactly, there's a lot of exactly. <laughs>
2: yeah.
0: Yeah. I had gone into that uh, we we have the shed where all the drive through Bethlehem stuff is. I'd gone in there looking for a soldier costume for uh, our Halloween trick trunk or treat, and I immediately was like. <laughs>
2: Yeah. something is
0: dead in here. <laughs> well,
2: Dawn was actually the one. She's like, "Oh my gloves already have it all over I, it anyway." She oh, literally picked, picked up the raccoon it by its did. tail nice and hauled it outside.
1: Right, yeah. <laughs> I, well, I did a lot of laundry that night. <laughs> I smelled mm-hmm. bad.
2: It's yeah. when you just
0: burn the clothes. <laughs> um, well, that's good. That's 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 busy. That's that's good. Yeah. That's. Uh, did you wake up early for praise team practice? Did you have to practice early,
1: or uh-huh. did you guys I had to already be there at seven? Oh.
2: That's really good, Brian. What about you? How was your Sunday? I thought it went really well, mm-hmm. especially with the seven o'clock practice. But um, how you people feel? People showed up for the pulling out of the shed. You know, several people, mm-hmm. and it didn't really take that long. Yeah, to do all that get it get it prepped for the construction.
0: Yeah, that's good. How'd you feel about um, the preacher interrupting you during first hour? Oh, forget about that. And really, you know. Throwing off your <laughs> flow of service and being a jerk and coming up on stage when he's not supposed to be.
2: Well, I did see yeah. how it was kind of my fault after he showed me what what I had put in the computer. So. Well, I should have just asked you beforehand. Yeah.
0: So I had, for those of you who didn't see, uh, if during first hour, depending on what service, some, sometimes you can go back and watch both services if you want to watch mm-hmm. first hour second hour. And I, someone was joining a family, um, Mark and Debbie Strade were joining the church that day placing their membership. And I had looked at the schedule and it said there was a little gap in between the last two songs. And so I started to go up, but then the band kept playing and yeah. I was like, oh no, <laughs> I'm already too far. I've already committed this. It was fine. Oh. It was good. I, I have a, a history of doing that. Um, <laughs> if you ask David Fincher, were you there in the <clears throat> men's banquet when I got up at the wrong time to announce my
2: brother? Oh yeah. <laughs> so, I didn't know whose fault that was. Oh, it was <laughs> totally mine.
0: Oh. I. The boys had just been born. The twins were just born. We were at the hospital again because something had happened. Macy was sick, I think. And I was hadn't slept very much. I was just kind of out of it. And I walk up on stage just to <laughs> announce my brother and it was totally the wrong time. But what are you gonna do? Thank you for your graciousness because that uh, that was great. Uh, this past Sunday, we talked about uh, justice and how God is justice. He is the standard for what is good and right. and. Um, and all the things that happen when we don't see him as the standard of what is good and right. So if you missed that sermon, missed that Sunday, we'd encourage you to go back to tlcc.church and just watch the service, get you caught up on what was said, the sermon series, but also all the other blunders uh, that happened uh, that Sunday. <laughs> no, there weren't many, it was good. It was, mm-hmm. The internet didn't go out, everything was smooth, so. Yeah. Um, okay, moving on, we've got a couple of announcements to let you know about uh, coming up. Brian, what do we need to let everybody know about?
2: all right so number one was something we've been talking about with the coyote hill mm-hmm. supporting foster families at christmas and we'll put the link to our amazon wish list there were still like 10 items on there
0: almost all bought which was great thank mm-hmm. you all for doing that but yeah about 10 more left
2: yeah and we really need to get them ordered like today because we need them here in time mm-hmm. and so go to the we'll put the link in the notes as well as post it separately on Facebook and send it out in the email today. The email. So hopefully we get those 10 items taken care of yeah. and you just choose to have it delivered. The address is stored in there, but you have to pick the address for Ann Muneer or Debbie, right? Debbie mm-hmm. Weiber. Debbie yeah. uh, And it's stored in, with the wish list, but you have to choose that instead of your own. Yeah. Get it shipped to your house, you're gonna to have to bring it to us. So. Yeah. Yeah. That's great. That's the first one. And thank you to so
0: many of you who have already purchased stuff. We're, we're so grateful. It's going to be uh, a great thing to help these foster families and the kids have an awesome Christmas.
2: Yeah. So I'll go a little bit out of order because we're going to talk about drive through Bethlehem here in a second. So the Megatree lighting is a week from tomorrow. Mm-hmm. So December 6th, and we're going to have Tenley's here again. The first 300 people get hot chocolate or coffee if you mm-hmm. want it. And we hope it's not extremely cold that day, but we have the hot drinks. If it's a little chilly, we can be out there, do the little countdown. The tree lighting is at 5.30 Mm -hmm. on that Wednesday before church classes and stuff that night. And then it'll be on every night then through Christmas. I usually play it through at least the day after Christmas. Mm -hmm. And it's uh, till 9 every night, so 5.30 to 9 p.m. But the tree lighting a week from tomorrow, if you want to come out, even if you don't Normally, come to Wednesday night classes. You can come out at 5.30 Mm -hmm. if you want and enjoy that. And that'll be the last
0: Wednesday night before Mm -hmm. Christmas break. So
2: we'll take a Christmas
0: break um, after that, and we're off for a couple weeks uh, to enjoy the holidays and to get a little break for our volunteers as well.
2: Mm -hmm. So. So then we just want to talk about a drive through Bethlehem. Here it is. Yesterday, we were here. I mean, I had people here. Well, we didn't come out at daybreak because it's getting cold. We started in about 10 Uh and left when it was getting dark. Mm. But all the major scenes were put up. All those guys that showed up, I'm so grateful Uh because having it all done in one day is awesome. We just have little stuff to prep. But Drive Through Bethlehem is this Saturday and Sunday, 6 to 8 p.m., And we wanted to talk about a couple things for the volunteers and then attendees as well, I guess. One of them is, if you're a volunteer, you need to let us know, especially if you're wanting your kids in childcare because we're trying to make sure we have enough childcare.
0: Yeah, don't be dropping <laughs> your kids off without telling us ahead of time. Yeah. You already know if you need childcare, right? You already know, I probably will need it. So just let us know so we can have enough people in there. We don't wanna yeah. be overrun, you know how it is. So mm-hmm. just call the office or or message uh, us and let us know, hey, I think my kids are gonna be in there. We'd rather you just say that so we can plan for
2: it and be ready. Yep. And the in the supper, mm-hmm. if you're going to eat at the church, we would love it if you. I sent everybody should have received an email. So if you are a if you are a participant in Directly Bethlehem, not necessarily if you book baking cookies or one of these kind of supplemental things, mm-hmm. which your jobs are very important. But I. I asked for people who are going to be here on those two nights to reply nice. and tell me, are you eating here? Because we want to make sure we have enough food. We have people mm-hmm. prepping that and bringing in uh, supplies and and all that stuff. So we, we want to honor them by giving them a good number and not stressing them out yeah. with how many people are going to be eating. Yep. So those are for the volunteers. And then when you come to volunteer for Drive Through Bethlehem, you have to park across the street. We usually have some people shuttling if you don't want to walk, get hop in a golf cart and come on over. But we ask you to be here by 5. They start serving food about 4.45, yes. which is a little bit of an early supper, I know. But that's kind of what we have to do for drive through And
0: I love early suppers because then you can have a late-night snack. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So you get to 4.45, yeah. man, then you
2: can have a late-night snack. They usually do eight, keep out eight eight some o'clock. snacks like all eight. night. Yeah. So if mm-hmm. you come back inside mm-hmm. and need They're a little cookie or something i get two suppers that way that's, that's fine. <laughs> I, I really
0: appreciate that yeah.
2: so drive-through will be happening and so just to let you know the parking lot on those two days will be mostly shut down yeah. uh starting you mid-morning can't, can't park definitely there. in the afternoon you'll have to park along out, across the street at the high school mm-hmm. or if you're just here for a few minutes you can usually find a place to drop off something and then leave but um we're excited about it we have a facebook post that's an ad that's running starting today uh share that let people know we if you still would like some invites Mm -hmm. sunday we passed out uh business card size invites as well as bigger posters and there's still some out there and if you would love to walk in the parade or we don't want to beg people but we still need some people to walk in the parade (laughs)
0: yeah uh so and it's, that's a low commitment thing. Yeah. You just got to be willing to walk at a pace of about one and a half to two miles an hour <laughs> and uh, and walk behind a van and, and hand out some cards and just wave at people. And it's yep. a it's a good experience. Three
2: o'clock on Saturdays the parade. So you would need to show up about 2.30. 2.30. It's usually done by 3.30. It's yeah. not a huge parade. so it's, no, it's not. Low big commitment. Big. And maybe you can't be a part of the regular Drive Through Bethlehem program, but you could help us advertise it in that way. Mm. We would appreciate it. Yeah. Okay. So those were all the announcements. And I think we just really wanted to give a shout out to everybody who's, um, of course, Dawn helps with costumes, but there's a lot of people behind the scenes Mm -hmm. who, I mean, I even have a prayer team that I have sent specific prayer requests to those people and they're, uh, praying for everything from safety, putting together all the scenes and stuff to, um, prayers that the event is effective when it happens and yesterday like i say we had a good crew of people uh come Mm. and some of those people are retired but some of them uh weren't out doing their jobs that they their day jobs to be here to help us uh with drive through and i really appreciate that because um there have been times that it's kind of us in the office here doing a lot of this stuff uh, because you know you need to do it during the day. There's, you have know, raised at work. A lot of the people are at work that are yeah. that that would normally help, and it's just the way it is. But um, we had some good help yesterday. Yeah, I'm grateful for that. And you know, drive-through is an
0: opportunity to remind people of, of how amazing the story of Christ's birth is and the impact that it has on us. And that's the biggest thing that we're doing. You know, in the midst of all of the costumes and meals and stage prep and, and all of these sets that go in to drive through Bethlehem. The purpose of it is that we can be reminded of how amazing this story is, that God would would come to earth, that he would come and uh, to earth so that we might know what his love and grace and mercy is, and so that we could... Uh, experience him in the way that he desires us to experience him through Jesus. And and it just tells the story. That's what Drive Through Bethlehem is. It tells the story of of the prophecies, of why it matters and how it impacts our life. And so we, we can't lose sight of that. You know, if you're out in the cold or if you're behind the scenes, the reason we're doing this is because the story of Jesus changes lives. And it reminds us of these deep truths that that affect us every single day. Mm-hmm. Um, I asked Don to join us today because you've been doing a lot of behind the scenes work. Um, you love getting up from behind the desk and going and doing stuff. What's mm-hmm. been your favorite thing this year? Uh, what's been the, the thing that's been a little bit more stressful this year than other years? Because you've done this for a little while. You mean
1: Drive through Bethlehem? Yeah, Drive through Bethlehem
0: related. What's mm-hmm. been the best thing so far, some of the stressful things so far?
1: I think I've just kind of taken things for granted this year because I just assumed all the costumes. It's been really smooth this year. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Having said that, eventually we're going to have to start, you know, not counting on the costumes all looking great. Because some of them are showing somewhere, Are they getting a little older? Yeah. You Mm -hmm. know, they've been washed and dried a few times now and losing some pieces and Mm -hmm. some beads. So... Uh, next year, may, next time it will be a little trickier. But it's really been pretty smooth. We ordered some really cool angel wings this time. Excited so, about the angel wings. Yeah, you'll have to come see them. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm.
0: What's been a little stressful part? Um,
1: hmm?
2: The raccoon.
1: Well, maybe. Yeah, I don't know. Has not <laughs> really been, been that too bad? stressful? No, I mean, yeah. I guess.
2: I have a question for
0: you. When's the last time you drove through Drive Through Bethlehem?
1: I don't know that I've ever driven through Bethlehem. <laughs> Oh, no, the very first year. Okay. The very first year I did. I went and picked up my mom and dad and took them through. Mm-hmm. But since then, I've been in it, so. All right,
0: we might have to get yeah. you a car this year and you can just uh-huh. hop in that vehicle and drive through. So I
2: had one person this year say, I'm going to take a year off, or at least one of the days off, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. I don't think they're serving at all because I just want to drive through it one time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Somebody that's never gotten to do that. And of course, a lot of our people just love serving, but the only time they've ever seen it is on the video that we right. post when it's over.
1: Yeah. I can, think you, can you walk through it? I'd kind of like to just walk. No, because you got to hear the, you got to hear oh, the narration.
0: True. So right. I think it was the last time we did it two years ago. I, Macy had pulled around one night and we were doing our stuff. But then when she got up close, I hopped in the van because mm-hmm. I'm like, I want to know what this is like. Cause it's hard to. One evaluate stuff if you yeah. haven't experienced yeah. it, and then two, I just wanted to enjoy it, and it's really cool. It's uh, from the from the other side of it when you're just experiencing it. It's it's really cool. So maybe we'll get you a car to hop in,
2: a chariot maybe. I don't know. Every year I drive through it once with a camera. Yeah, and then we usually post that. This yeah. year I may not because there's someone that volunteered to Are we do doing a the drone? drone. Yes, and That's maybe nice. we'll put just post the drone footage like, yeah. maybe they'll bring the drone down low and yeah. kind of act like they're yeah. it'll be way less bumpy mm-hmm. than the golf cart <laughs> yeah you're going yeah. it Well, we hope
0: that if you are not participating in volunteering for drive Through Bethlehem, that you just experience it. Maybe some of you spent many years serving it, and this is a great year just to experience it. And that's great. Um, And and for those of you who are volunteering, we want to say thank you so much. And we hope that it will be encouraging for you to participate in the team that are going to be putting this on. And we want to give a special thanks to Brian because he uh, has a lot of moving parts that he has championed, and he's kind of leading this. Not kind of. Is leading this, so yeah. we're grateful for you uh, and your family uh, for the work that you put in. Uh, I'm going to give you a, a a thought of the day, a blessing of the week for you to uh, go out on. And I was thinking this week about um, how many, especially during this time of year, how many um, needs there are and requests for finances. And um, especially around the holidays, it seems like everybody is requesting end of the year giving and. Um, requesting donations, and there's so many good um, ministries and uh, nonprofits that you could support. And I was just thinking about that, and I wanted to give you this verse out of 2 Corinthians chapter 9. Uh, Paul is writing, and he's talking to a group of people who were supporting him and and, uh, giving of their money. And he said, the point is this. He's, He's talking about giving. Whoever sows sparingly will also reap sparingly. Whoever sows bountifully will also reap bountifully. Each person must give as he has decided in his heart to give, not reluctantly or under compulsion, because God truly loves a cheerful giver." And I I oftentimes, growing up in the church, you can feel a lot of guilt. Like, oh, I know I'm supposed to be giving, or I know I need to give, or I know I'm supposed to be helping other people. we should feel a burden and responsibility to help other people with what God has blessed us with, but it also should be a cheerful thing. Mm-hmm. I think about this Amazon uh, wish list with the with the uh, foster kids. Like my, I want my family. We want to do it together, cheerfully and mm-hmm. and with joy because we get to help somebody else. Mm-hmm. Um, so if you are, especially during this time, feeling like like a uh, who is the the grumpy duck that didn't want to give his money, Scrooge, Scrooge McDuck. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I, mean, I don't know. I, I have young children, so everything's animated. <laughs> Scrooge. If you're feeling kind of grumpy, like a Scrooge, like, you know, here we go again, people asking for money or here we go again, organizations asking then don't give God would rather you not give. If you're going to do it from a place of, of, of a begrudging, um, uh, bitterness. Instead he says, if you want to reap or receive amazing gifts and receive a, an abundance from God, then then have the mentality that I'm gonna give uh, with an abundance. Uh, we have to decide in our own heart what we want to do because we're convicted, not because we feel like we have to. And the result of giving with a cheerful heart is in verse eight. God is able to make all grace abound to you, not you're gonna get more money, all grace that you will see that He is the one that provides, so that having all sufficiency in all things at all time, you might abound in every good work. And that's what God desires for us. He's the one that supplies our needs. And so we can uh, give freely and, um, and with joy to those around us. So this season, especially where there's lots of needs and you feel the urge to help other people, uh, let's do it with a joyful heart because that's what God desires. And in doing so, we're reminded of the grace that God gives us each and every day. So there you go, the blessing of the week. And uh, we hope that you have a wonderful week and that you join us this weekend for Drive Through Bethlehem. Anybody have anything they wanna finally say at the end here? That's it
1: see you this weekend. All right. Bye.
0: God bless you guys. See you next week on the next episode of the Berkeley Effect podcast.